0: welcome back it's the game stoppers oh do we got a good one we got a good one we have the nba finals obviously they're here three games in i know i'm a little late i'm a little late i should have done it monday but more i was thinking about it i'm like let me get let this game sink into three games in you know first game they're going to be a little rusty second game still at home warriors are in the Celtics are still away. And then you got the third game. Third game at Boston. See, see how the Warriors play at Boston. So now we are here. Game is tomorrow. Another thing. I'm going to start off with it, actually. I'm, I'm just going to get straight into it. The Broncos have been bought. Yes. 4.5. Uh, sorry. 4.65 billion dollars. That's how far I was out. I was from buying it. 4.65 billion. Was I thinking about buying it? Of course, of course. With me and my pennies. No, 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 no. But Rob Walton, the owner of Walmart. Now no, don't say the Broncos are a Walmart team, okay? Don't say that. We're more than that. We are a let Russ cook team. All right, shut up. That okay. That was a little cringy. I'm not going to lie, but let's let's be serious here. Rob Walton buying the Denver Broncos. He has a business that is one of the best in the world. They get. They have many people that go there. It's least. How do I put it? Not as expensive items in Walmart than anywhere else. As we know, Walmart's got, like, their stuff is good and cheap at the same time. It's it's affordable. It's affordable goods. And it's great. It's great. But going to the football standpoint, this dude is bringing money to the table, and this is a good thing for the Denver Broncos. Now I'm hoping they don't change the stadium to Walmart Stadium. That would sound horrible. Hope, hopefully, they keep it at Mile High, which I think they will. But you know how much money is bring bought to, the, like, being brought to the table with this? That's a whole lot of money. Whole lot of money. We could spend it on players. We could spend it on coaching. We could spend it on. What else could we spend it on? Uh, front office. Yeah, you could spend it on the stadium. You could spend it to um, help our whole organization. We could buy other players to come onto our team. Better players? Oh, thank God. No, uh, listen, RIP to Pat Bullen, but thank God his daughters did not get the team. We would have been screwed. Screwed. We'd have lost everybody. We would have had probably our cheerleading squad going out there and play offensive linemen. But besides that, this is a very good thing for the Denver Broncos. Like I said, brings money to the table. Our salary cap could increase. Our money to be spent overall-wise could increase. Or probably will increase, depending on how much money he puts down for the Broncos to spend. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for him about being owner. Hopefully, he is a very big football lover. I I don't know much about him. All I know is the money that he's bringing to the table and what good this could be for the Denver Broncos. So I will have to look into that um, later if they come out with anything. He said that he, he loves the sport. That's all I read. But other than that, I don't know about him being much of a big football fan. I'm excited, though. He's our owner now, and I'm 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 thrilled. I'm thrilled for him being a part of the Denver Broncos, Broncos country. We love him being there. The fact that he <laughs> he spent that much on us, and now we are um, the highest bought team in sports history. That's great. I like that. I really like that. Sounds good. Won't last long, but sounds good. Another thing is the NBA Finals. Ah, the NBA Finals, baby. It is so it is so fun to watch. Okay, first game, you know, they got their jitters out, all out, which was it was rough to watch, but now, now, oh we got we got. Oh, I just got I got so much to talk about with this. Where where do I even start? Alright, let me just start with Draymond. <laughs> let me start with Draymond. What is going on? This dude fouls out of two games and over these series, he's been playing horrible, just downright awful. Here's his stats. Five points a game, not even a block a game, a steal a game, two turnovers, five assists, and six rebounds. Draymond, Draymond, you need to like do more than this. You need to average Draymond numbers like 9, 9, and 8. Those are Draymond numbers: nine points, nine rebounds, eight assists. Oh, those are good Draymond numbers. Or even twelve points, seven rebound, nine rebounds, and like six assist. We know Draymond can pass. We know Draymond's smart. But how he's playing? He's playing like a bigger Patrick Beverly. We know Draymond can be this way, but dude, it's not helping your team. These last three games, you could tell this is not helping your team. Just be smart, pass the ball, get a board, and score some points. You went one for four last game. I think, uh, yeah, I think one for four. Let me let me check that real quick. Draymond Green went, yeah, one for four. I was right, one for four, dude. Two points. Two points. Dude, I know kids that are 16, 15 years old, my age, that could do that. In an NBA game. Just do that. But for you, you are you are Draymond Green. And you ain't scoring more than two points? Just, just, that's not looking good. Curry's caring. We know this. Clay's helping out a lot. Was 17 points per curry's 31 points per jordan Poole, you know i'll i'll, I'll give pool some like a all good he's shooting efficiently kind of kind of efficiently he's shooting decent but here's my thing on it he's young g league player and he's going into the nba finals in his second year Dude, that's a lot. That's a lot, especially with. There's a lot of weight on your shoulders too. Being this up and coming, you're supposed to be like Curry's. Next up, once Curry's done, Pool's supposed to be that next up. You you are having big shoes to fill, and you have to show out for it in the NBA Finals when millions of people are watching you. I get it. I get it. That's that's gonna be. I understand that. It's it's gonna be hard, but. Here's my prediction for this next game tomorrow in Boston. Jordan Poole will have a game. I think he he will go off. I really do. He's gotten three games out of his system that weren't as good. First game obviously was a jitter game. I always call the first to finals game as the jitter game. Second game is like, all right, I know what it's like, but you know, there's still a lot of fans and this second game they might be warmed up. I get it. Then you're going over to the other stadium and you're not stadium, the other arena and just hearing their crowd boo and everything. And it's getting loud and chippy too. Their fans are, it's toxic fan base against toxic fan base too. You got to keep in mind, both fan bases aren't really that good. We, We know that the people that are not Boston or Golden State fans, we know this, but when it comes to Jordan Poole, this young dude, we know, but, I'm telling you, he will go off. He'll, he'll make sure that noise does not get... To, it will get quiet for him. It will get quiet. But his game will get louder. Simple as that. Um, Moving to the Celtics. I'm going to put this out here. Jalen Brown in the finals is better than Jason Tatum. Not just because of last game. Jalen Brown's been playing good all series long. All series long. Dude is averaging like almost 23 points per. That's amazing. When he's on the court, his team is up by six or more. This is what he's bringing to the table. Now, don't get me wrong. Jason Tatum, he's averaging 22, 5, and 8. While Jalen Brown's averaging... About, I'm going to say, 23-7-4. and four. Tatum's passing the rock. Tatum's playmaking is very underrated. And I don't think people have seen that. The older Tatum gets, I feel like the more his IQ, obviously the older you get, the more your IQ is going to be good. But his IQ mentality goes through the roof. Now, what he does about Kobe, RIP to the man, it's a little weird. It's gotten a little weirder. We- weirder. I, don't know. I mean, hey, the whole text and Kobe, I'm like, okay, okay. And he puts on the like the same practice gear he had. I'm like, alright. And he puts on the band. And he puts on like that a uh, clip like right here on his jersey. Dude has a weird obsession. I mean, that's your idol. I get it. But I got my idols too. I don't do stuff like that. You know, what? whatever helps you win. You guys are up 2-1. I shouldn't be talking. I really shouldn't. I shouldn't. Another dude. Who's been playing really well for them is Robert Williams. Dude's averaging three blocks a game. Dude is the anchor of their defense in the paint perimeter. That's Marcus Smart. We know this. The Defensive Player of the Year, Marcus Smart. Now, now that I've gone over all this, I've, well, hang on. Let me let me back up a little bit. We also got Jalen Brown, Game Three, first quarter. What he goes off for seventeen. <sighs> uh, what? 17 in the first? Golden State, what are you doing? You know he's got the hot hand. Put someone on him. Put Clay on him. Oh, wait. Sorry. That didn't work. Put Cur- Nope, that didn't work. See where I'm getting at? Your defense is not looking good this series. It's not. You, you got more steals than them. You do. Uh, what, what is it? I think they got. All right. They got 10 steals a game compared to six steals a game for the Celtics. But when one of those Celtics players is hot, and what I mean by one of those, I'm meaning like Tatum or Brown. That's when it gets serious. Like, you. Tatum hits those like crossover and then like a step back side side step jumper from three bang Jalen Brown pull up Jay on the way bang can't stop that then also when you get Curry going when you get Clay going it, it that's what makes this matchup fun if you get Clay going you know he's unstoppable if you get Curry going on a pick and roll game unstoppable Jason Tatum's sidestep, unstoppable. Jalen Brown's pull up, unstoppable. When they get those going, that's what makes the game fun. And you're like, how are you doing this, bro? How are you doing this? All right, let's go. Let's go to team comparisons. I still got Golden State in six. I do. I really do. It's looking like seven, but I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with my six. So obviously points. For the three games, Boston's going to be up because they've won more. Let's go to rebounding. Boston Celtics are rebounding more. I figured this would happen. You got Al Horford and you got Rob Williams. Those are your, like, and you got Daniel Tice. These are centers, center centers, not power forward move to centers. These are definitely centers. They're big too. They they're not like the Nemanja Bjelica or. Draymond Green going down there in the center. It's just it doesn't work. You get outboarded easily. I'm listen. I'm all cave on Looney love. This dude is playing out of his mind too on the like rebounding side of it. Keep him in the game longer because it, it it helps. It does help. Another thing, Boston is averaging more assists. They're averaging five more assists. They're passing better. We've we've seen this. Uh, Jason Tatum is. a Very good example. His vision of the court is amazing. And uh, what was one? Uh, Jalen Brown was driving. Curry was defending. And it was a horrible call by the ref. I did not think Curry fouled when Jason Tatum was driving. But his quick decision when he jumped and he was like, nope, and he quickly dished out. I mean, there was a foul call, but that's how the Celtics are playing. They are playing no ego on this. No ego. You want the ball here. You're on fire here. That's how they're playing. Not saying the Warriors aren't, but I feel like you're you're making Draymond too much of a factor in the game too. And he's making himself like a very bad factor for the game himself. Alright, let's move on to steals. Warriors are averaging more steals. Figure that would happen. Their their guard play, they are really good on perimeter defense. That's how they are. Blocks. We knew that that would be the Celtics side. So I'd say it's about even right there. It's about even. Uh, Celtics have six steals a game and six blocks. That is, and uh, Warriors have ten steals and four blocks. We knew Warriors weren't going to be defending the paint very well. They don't. They don't really got anybody down there. Maybe Draymond, but I'm not even going to consider him right now. He's been playing really bad. Really bad. Uh, Kevon Looney, he's not... He's he's good in the paint, but he's not going to block. He's not going to block that well. Not as well as Rob Williams or Al Horford have been. Another thing, turnovers. You might think the Warriors will be up here, but no, they're tied. 14 turnovers a, ga- a game, which is kind of expected to. That's what they've... what. That's what they've been doing. Uh, field goal percentage is about the same, both averaging forty-five percent from the field. Three-point percentage um, that would go to the Celtics, and then free throw percentage that would go to the Warriors. Now here's what I'm going to get into. Listen, this is a Draymond. I i haven't really been a big fan of Draymond. I keep my. I used to be a Warriors fan. I did, but there's but when I I was a big fan of. Basketball, so yes, I was a little bandwagon for them. And then when I started watching, like actually watching a full game, this was oof, five, six years ago, and I saw a Draymond play where he did not hustle back on defense and it costed the game. That's when I became a Nuggets fan. I was like, listen, let me let me go to let me go to the area I love, Denver. So that's who I wind up following. When Andrew Wiggins is looking like the defensive player of the series for the Warriors, that's when it's looking bad. That's when it's looking real bad, especially for Draymond. Draymond's supposed to be that anchor for the defense. And then you have Draymond over here averaging a steal and not even a block a game. You have Wiggins, on the other hand, averaging a steal and about two blocks a game. it's time to step it up for Draymond. It's not looking good. Not looking good. You're supposed to be this defensive guy that they should be scared of, and they're coming right at you. Him and that Grant Williams beat ain't, ain't doing so well. And Draymond seems a little bit, bit too focused on jumping right back on his podcast after the game. I mean, it's scary. Game's over, and then there's already an update that Draymond's posted his podcast. Like, huh? I should get back home so quick. Crazy, 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 crazy. All right. Now it's time for my underrated players. People that haven't really gotten their name thrown in the bag for this series. Three games in. Otto Porter for the Warriors. Otto Porter is my pick for underrated. This dude, even though he's averaging 7 points a game, even though he is shooting efficiently when he's on the court, 77% from the field, and then 77% from the three. Now, granted, he's only shot three times a game, and those three have been three-pointers, but even then, that's still good. For being in the finals, that's good. And defensively, both him and Iguadala, even though I- Iggy's only planted two, still good. They're both looking really good defensively. And I'm, and I'm liking Otto Porter, too, in this series. They need to play him more than Draymond Green. Unless Draymond can step it up, too, next game, with Poole, who I think will step it up. Now, with the Boston Celtics, my underrated player is Derek White. He has been going off this series. He has. He's been going off this whole playoff year with the Celtics. He's been doing really well, along with Al Horford, some guys you would never expect to do so well. Being traded to the Boston Celtics, now he's playing like this this is good 13 points per shooting very efficient from the three with 46 percent that's really good on top of that hundred percent from the from charity strike that's the dude I want on my team and I mean I'm not going to mention the defense we know Boston's defense is elite elite this year uh Maybe defense wins championships, we'll have to see. Or does a better offense beat a defense? I don't know. I don't know. I'll be doing one next week. So, you know what that means. Catch you all next time. Peace!